I dreamed last night that I was observing a young boy about probably 12 or 13 being chased by my dog, not one that I've ever had in in this life, but a dog in my dreams that was mine. And the dog and I had surprised this young man as he was walking along the little road across from my front door. And the dog and I had been in the woods and were coming back toward the house. And we saw this young man suddenly walking along the road and the dog started chasing him. And the boy began to run and since I was uncertain what was happening and I didn't think the dog would hurt him in any case, I allowed him to chase the boy as if I could have stopped him at that point because the dog was running very fast and so was the boy in my dream. And then the scene shifted into a place that where the dog was was chasing the boy still, but it was through a meadow, a, a downhill, gently sloping meadow and um, there was tall grass (laughs) the same kind of tall grass that grows in in front of the lodge toward the lilies here at her springs when I before I mow in the spring when I finally have to mow that tall grass that's slender and and fine and and blows in the gentle breezes and is so beautiful. Well, this tall grass was quite as tall as the boy almost in my dream. And so all I could see as they were running through the meadow ahead of me, all I could see was the movement of the grass and just the tip of the boy's cap and and the movement every once in a while, a brush of, of a vision of the dog as he was leaping and running after the boy. And And while it was quite an amazing, dramatic thing that was happening, my mind was totally taken in the dream by how beautiful a sight it was. I had no fear in that moment of what was happening either to me or to the boy. But what was beautiful, so beautiful, was this this running through the tall grass and the movement of the grass and how beautiful the grass itself was in that moment that I was completely mesmerized. And then the dream moved on to something else. I don't really remember what happened to the boy or the dog or to me. I know that I moved on in the dream to a place where some men were in a captive sort of environment not necessarily a jail, but they were being they were being kept in somehow because they had chosen to smoke cigarettes and whoever was in charge had decided that it was a sin. <laughs> and so they would slip out and go outside somehow against the rules and and I guess steal cigarettes, but get cigarettes in one way or another, trick the powers that be and find a way to smoke. There's so many symbolic things in this dream, of course, but I haven't even taken any time to think about that yet. That will come later. 
but I'm so mesmerized by the image of, of the chase through the tall grass, the leaping of the dog and the running full tilt by the young boy so full of life and, and the beauty of nature in which they were barely visible, barely visible. It's that time of year here at Earth Springs where <laughs> nature has outrun me. I try to keep up with the, the flower beds or the mowing or the, or the trimming back of the vines before they overrun everything. <laughs> and that lasts for a little while in the springtime until, until things overcome me and over, outrun me. And when I too am enveloped like the boy and the dog and the tall grass by the exuberant growth the new growth, the spring green growth of nature herself as, as life itself is so exuberant and will not be held back any longer in, in the confines of anything that we imagine for it, any ways that we want to prune it. This, this new life, this new growth feels so powerful in my dream and, and so powerful as I stand here by the front door at Earth Springs right now looking around at things that are doing just that. On the day before I go in tomorrow to the doctor to find out the results of my, of my biopsy, I'm watching as the gentle breeze blowing and the pollen is falling and the, the blooms of the dogwood already spent have spread themselves in a white cloud underneath the tree. And the irises from Nick and Carol Donchesky's house in, in California from, well, from 50 years ago when I took them away and planted them everywhere I've been, they're blooming. The Louisiana iris up in the, up in the meadow in the tall grass in front of the lodge those are blooming too, the way they always do on my birthday. They were, they were blooming just a bit on my birthday, and they're blooming more now, and they'll be blooming more tomorrow, no matter what the outcome of my visit with the doctor tomorrow may be. Life itself is blooming, and above me a, a hawk circles, or is it a buzzard? Huh. It's at a distance, and I can't tell. And right now it's not talking to me if it is a hawk, but I don't think it is. But I'm not looking for signs of the future. If there are any, I'm looking for them in my dream. And I, I see that however it may be, and whatever the outcome may be, it is beautiful. It is so beautiful. And I am a part of nature, and nature herself goes on somehow in some form, whatever we are doing, <laughs> to run through the middle of it, to make our dash through the middle of it in the life that we live here. So I felt so full up by the remembrance of this dream and so joyful in my walk out to the garden this morning to, to gather asparagus and kale and, and see how the peppers and the basil and the and the zucchini have grown overnight. 
I'm so glad to be here. So I told myself as I was walking back to the house past the, oh, the flush of white blooms of the blackberry vines. <laughs> but yes, tomorrow, after tomorrow, whatever happens next, I'll be out here <laughs> doing my part, <laughs> trying to at least clear a little path in all this exuberance so that I can stand still long enough to enjoy it, to imbibe it, <laughs> like the people in the in the dream that were sneaking out to get their cigarettes. I don't need to sneak out to get a cigarette, but I hope I always sneak out to feel the spirit of life and joy that I feel right now here at Earth Springs in the first month of my 82nd year. <laughs>